Well, I have to tell you that my family and I really grieve the loss of life and the loss of property on Maui following uh, the recent disastrous wildfires. Something you never thought would happen in a place like that. I'm an unabashed Hawaii lover. The weather, the water, the sand, the volcanoes and the incredible aloha culture. I'd go back tomorrow if I could. But given the devastation of the old town, Lahaina, that may be not possible for quite some time. Lahaina was worst affected by the wildfires that swept across that part of the island of Maui, fanned by hurricane force winds. It's the ancient capital of the Kingdom of Hawaii, and it was largely constructed of timber buildings, particularly along Front Street, a favourite destination for diners every night. And among my family's favourite eateries over a number of years of going there, uh, totally raised were Cheeseburger in Paradise, it sounds awfully carb-high, and it is, and uh, Fleetwoods, where Mick Fleetwood was often seen. But this street was also full of galleries of photography and artworks and uh, shops selling T-shirts, surf gear, fashion items like jewellery, sunglasses... Even the ice cream shop's gone. And we've had our photo taken as a family on many occasions with the parrots of Front Street. And we've enjoyed the shade of that massive banyan tree with its dozens of roots that not only hold up massive branches but deliver nutrients to the century-old tree. We hope that it is at least able to be saved. We remember the magnificent singing and the amazing four-part harmony typical of Polynesian choirs coming out of the wooden church on Sundays as we wandered along Front Street. One year we had an extended family holiday and I'd arranged uh, as a bit of fun that we'd all wear the exact same Hawaiian shirts. Well, you reckon that didn't cause a bit of a stir among the other visitors to Hawaii that year when we all went out to Lahaina for dinner. Uh, People claim to be seeing the same people all over town. I think it was only six or eight of us. Intergenerational holidays were a thing for us before they were actually a thing. It was great as parents and then grandparents to get on a plane together and all fly for a tropical getaway at Hyatt Regency Maui, usually done on frequent flyer points that we'd accumulated. Which begs the question, what has happened to the mega resorts along the western coastline of Maui? That area is called Kanapali. It's about 20 minutes drive from Lahaina. And the good news is none of these were burned. A man called Chris Hemeter was responsible for building these destination resorts on Kanapali, including what they said was the island's first fantasy resort, the Hyatt Regency Maui. It's got a massive atrium. It's got a penguin pool in the lobby, which is unusual in a hot country. It's got flamingos on the lawns, expensive artwork. We've, we've stayed there many times, and the kids have enjoyed the pool. They, they learn to swim there, but they love most the water slide. And, of course, it was larger than most, being in a mega resort. Hemeter's developments continued with even more lavish projects along that Kanapali Strip, but also on other islands, such as the Big Island of Hawaii, where he built the most expensive hotel ever at the time. He spent $360 million in 1988 
on the Hyatt Regency Waikoloa. It's now a Hilton, but it's got 1,241 guest rooms in three six-storey towers. It's got acres of ballroom and meeting rooms and retail space. It's also got a 23,000-square-foot swimming pool and a lagoon, and it's got an interactive dolphin program, which was also something uh, that our eldest son really enjoyed, and the younger one was uh, a bit jealous that he wasn't able to take part because he wasn't quite old enough. But that was 1990, and Christopher, our young one, was uh, there's a photo of him as a, as a captain of the little boats that ran in canals around the huge resort. He thought he was steering and everything, but they're running on rails, to be true. But maybe it gave him the taste of the five-star hotel business because uh, he's now a general manager and a five-star in Sydney. The good news is that those Kanapali hotels were not directly affected, but the island suffered power outages and a lack of communications. So they're mostly not accepting new arrivals at present, and have waived cancellation fees. Some of them are actually acting as uh, emergency accommodation for locals because they've got these vacant rooms with uh, no one flying into Hawaii at the minute. Uh, Until the residents can stay in something more permanent, that's where they are at the minute. Now, I do want to go back and support the hotel business that we've enjoyed so much as a family, but we can't go now. We'd just be in the way. And while we love the modern hotels with all their facilities and for guests and it's the relative simplicity of Lahaina, a timber town that grew up alongside the quiet waters of the bay. That same water that still holds the royal birthstone where queens delivered a water birth to their heirs long before it became fashionable in the Western world. However, these waters are also another element that threatened the community, such as the tsunami in 1960 that killed 61 people. And of course, Maui is also home to volcanoes that have occasionally erupted and destroyed many homes on both Maui and the Big Island of Hawaii. But the volcanoes are also a huge visitor attraction, and we've certainly seen them up close in the past. Now, I've contacted some of my friends in Hawaii, some on Maui, some on other islands. They're shattered at the events on Maui, and all we can really do right now is to wish them all and wish you all a speedy return to normality, a speedy rebuilding Lahaina. So Travel Writers Radio sends you much aloha and the hope that we will see you again soon. Now, just to give you an official update, the Hawaii Oceania office, which is in Sydney, has sent out a a document strongly discourages people from visiting West Maui in the near future. Visitors in West Maui have already already heeded the call to leave the island. About 46,000 people have flown out of Kahului Airport, OGG is the code, since Wednesday of last week. In the weeks ahead, the resources and the attention of the federal, state and county governments will be focused on the recovery of residents who were forced to evacuate their homes. There's also still many residents unaccounted for. The uh, tragic toll at the moment is just shy of 100 people who've died, but it's said that there could well be a 1,000 people missing. That maybe Let's just hope that maybe they've uh, shot off to the mainland and haven't communicated back or haven't been able to communicate back, but it doesn't sound good. The vision of, of cars burned out on the street, some of them don't even appear to be parked properly. 
that's a bit of a worrying sign. Anyway, so the Hawaii Oceania office is uh, saying basically hotels in West Maui have stopped accepting reservations. At this time, many hotels are housing their employees. Uh, of course, that's an issue, and uh, that's going to continue for the foreseeable future. Uh, there's access restrictions to Lahaina, they're saying. If you don't need to be there, you shouldn't. And then basically they are saying if you'd like to help, the best thing to do would be to go to a government site. It's called Maui Strong, one word, M-A-U-I-Strong.hawaii.gov. And there you would be able to make a donation to um, a fund, the Maui Strong Fund, which has been set up by the Hawaii Community Foundation. So they, they believe that is the best way to help at the moment and um, certainly something I would encourage you to do. So we just want to play this song to give some comfort to those on Hawaii, those who've been to Hawaii, those who've ever dreamed of going. And it's just a sad time. <laughs> 